Hey there, it's Allison Partial, your host, and you're listening to the Science Line podcast. Thank you for joining us. As always, you can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Today, we have a story about food. Thanks to some new and admittedly unappetizing evidence, we'll be traveling way, way back to discover the diets of some very long-dead salt miners. And we're not talking boring old meats or grains. We are talking charcuterie board, craft brewery stuff. Delaney Dreyfus, take it away. In a valley deep in the eastern Alps of Austria, a salt deposit lying at sea level offered early humans access to one of the world's most precious commodities, salt. Today, scientists can analyze a different and valuable material left behind in the salt mines, paleofeces, otherwise known as very old human poop. This prized, well-preserved excrement gives today's archaeologists and microbiologists a glimpse into the diets and lives of European salt miners as far back as the 14th century BC. It's UNESCO World Heritage region of Hallstatt. It is a very special place because we have in the salt mines salt preservation. That's Kirsten Kowarik, an archaeologist in the prehistoric department of the Vienna Museum of Natural History. Salt is a natural preservative, something cheesemongers know all about. This means that all organic materials that were left behind in the mines are preserved there. And this is something very, very special for archaeology. Kowarik's research team analyzed four preserved poop samples from within the Hallstatt salt mines that date back to the approximate years of 1300 BC, 650 BC, and 1750 AD. Previously, microscopes were only powerful enough to broadly identify what our ancestors had been eating. Looking uh, through the microscope, those excrements were very, very standardized. People were eating uh, the same stew every day, which was based on millet, beans, and barley. And now we see that they are eating special cheeses. We also see that they are eating foreign foods. New techniques allowed them to retrieve DNA and proteins from the samples to perform molecular analyses. The salt in the mines preserved the poop so well that Cowarick's team was able to sequence its DNA and proteins and compare it to the known genomes of modern foods. This is really something very new where we can go really deep and we can start looking for spices and herbs. This is something that you wouldn't find through microscopic investigations of excrements. The results of the study were a surprise to her team. Over 3,000 years ago, our ancestors were eating products similar to those we enjoy today, cheese and beer. The Institute for Mummy Studies in Bolzano, Italy, extracted well-preserved DNA from the excrements that allowed the scientists to identify a yeast commonly used to brew pale ales. Because they analyzed the genome and compared it to all known genomes, and it is, it's clearly the beer and baking yeasts. And there seems to be already in the genome something that prevents the beer basically turning bad and poisonous. The new study confirms what researchers have long suspected, that our human ancestors had been drinking beer for a long time. What scholars weren't expecting to find in this ancient excrement is evidence of blue cheese. We find this penicillinum roqueforti that indicates us that people not only were eating cheese, but that they were creating special products. Also, if you put the penicillinum roqueforti to a cheese, it's not only for conservation purposes, but you're trying to achieve a special type of taste. As it turns out, humans during the Iron Age were able to apply fungi to food to create unique, recognizable tastes that extended beyond the need for preservation. So the first requirement is to get food, but once we have that, then we can develop taste for cheese and wine and beer. That's Ashutosh Mangalam, 
a pathology professor at the University of Iowa's Carver College of Medicine, who studies the gut microbiome and was not involved in this research. What Ashutosh was most excited to see was evidence of how the prehistoric gut microbiome has changed over time. We have outsourced lots of our job to bacteria. So it means they are integrated with human physiology. And it is like a small city. You can think about this. There is a doctor, there is a cobbler, restaurant guy, a flower guy. So all of them are dependent on each other. So if you disturb one, the other can be disturbed. Kaurik and her team looked at paleofeces from different time periods, spanning over 3,000 years. Their results hinted at how recently our gut microbiomes have changed. We had also an excrement from Baroque time minor, so that's the 18th century AD. And here we saw again that the microbi gut microbiome uh, was much closer to, to the prehistoric microbiomes than to our modern microbiome, which shows us, at least in this instance, that this turn to the modern microbiome occurs very, very late. Researchers don't exactly know when our gut microbiomes became more modern, but they think it was around the industrial age. Kaurik hopes that this discovery can lead to further research using the analysis of biomolecules to investigate medications that may have been used by our ancestors. A better understanding of how our gut microbiota evolved alongside us may also offer intriguing details into how to better treat modern ailments. For Science Line, I'm Delaney Dreyfus. And that's the show. I am impressed, hungry, and grossed out at the same time. As always, if you enjoy the show, share it around, inflict it on your friends, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and be sure to subscribe to follow along. We'll be back soon to unravel the mysteries of the universe. Literally. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at scienceline at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>